All right. What's up, free world? Welcome to another episode of The Side Eye. I'm your host, Robert Brown, a.k.a. Uptown Bobby, a.k.a. whatever you want to call me. Just be nice. Uh, now, K. Clark, uh, a.k.a. Zulu Pina Dwarf people for my Golden Girl stands. Uh, but that's about <laughs> it. So. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> how, how are you? How are you feeling, Kevin? K. Clark? Oh, I'm feeling good. Like so, before we start talking, I feel a little tired. Uh, you know, getting ready to perform this Saturday at our local Pride Festival. So it's been a week of rehearsing and today running around, just getting stuff, extra stuff I may need for Saturday, uh, stuff like that. So, <laughs> what about you? Happy Pride! Happy Pride too! Yeah, thank, you, thank you. Yes, yeah, so the commercialization that the commercialization <laughs> begins. <so. laughs> Man, my my Paramount Plus uh, icon turned to like a rainbow, and like <laughs> <laughs> they do that thing like a light switch, like oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how. Yeah, but here we are. Oh, speaking of pride, perfect segue. Um, Isaiah Rashad recently had a uh, interview with, of all people, Joe Button, but I mean that's all. <laughs> That's a whole nother topic, but, uh, you know, these hip-hop niggas like to support each other, so I guess he chose Joe Button. Uh, Breakfast Club must have been booked. <laughs> but uh, he chose Joe Button to talk about, and honestly, I kind of hate that he had to even discuss this, but that's that's the era we live in. I mean, it's, it's part of the process, I guess, of of growing in this culture. And also, it's uh, I don't want to say groundbreaking, but it's not every day that a rapper assigned to a major label has a story like this leak. So uh, he sat down with uh, Joe Budden for an interview. The interview was 51 minutes long. So if you're not a fan of Isaiah Rashad, you don't have to listen to all that. Just skip to the eight-minute mark. Uh, I watched the whole thing because I like the kid. Uh, Kevin... Take clock. I'm sorry. You got to, <laughs> you got to see it. Uh, did you did you get to see uh the like the eight minutes or just fifteen? I, I, I watched about ten to twelve minutes of it, so I saw that I saw the portion where he talked about the the video and, and the outing because he was outed, which you know. Uh, so I, I saw that part of a year. Okay. And uh, what did you take away from it? Did you think like what did you think about Joe Budden? Uh, I, mean, I, I was surprised that he went to Joe Budden, but then again, I guess I'm not totally surprised because I don't know how I I, I don't I didn't know anything about Isaiah Rashad before this. I didn't listen to his music because I'm not going to pretend like I did. Uh, I don't know how he identifies. So in a way, it kind of makes sense because he may he may be he may like men, he may be bi or pansexual or whatever, but he he's not like. Uh, he may be gay or bi, but he's not like gay bi in the sense that he would go he would go on like a funky Davina show or like T. S. Madison or mm-hmm. or um damn uh Zach Campbell like you know he he's like he may not meet he may not be feel he might not be or feel connected to like black gay culture in that way so in a sense it makes sense that he would go on uh Joe Budden because Joe Budden is hip hop and so and Isaiah may relate to that more than say he may relate to the ballroom queens, if that if you if you understand what I mean. 
No, it so, makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's still, it's still surprising for like Joe Budden, but like, but, but yeah, and when you think about it, it kind of makes sense because, like I say, he, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how, how close he is to the quote unquote culture in terms of like what you would think of as the prominent black gay, you know, media figures. So, like I said, in that in that way, it makes sense. Uh, as far as the discussion, like I said, I mean, he was out of which you know that 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 needs to be said because it wasn't like he came out willingly or talking about his you know talk about that part of himself willingly. I'm not sure if he if he ever has in his music. Um but uh I think to me he seemed uh he, he mentioned that he went through like a bit of a, a dark period after it came out because he mentioned like some family members that were going through some health things and he wondered if that like impacted them any, any like his grandfather he said had a stroke and passed away uh soon after that that happened. Um but by talking with talking with Joe he seemed like he came up came up as pretty uh comfortable in his own skin. And, um, you know, like I said, like I think I agree with you that he only said, I, I agree that he didn't necessarily have to explain himself at all if he didn't want to, um, you know, because you, you know, you kind of are who you are. But and but at the same time, that's it. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, you know, it was uh, unintentional on his part. It is a, sort of another, uh, it's another sort of a chip, chipping away at that wall of, you know, uh, K-Fed or homophobia that, that, that people have as far as trying to portray a certain image in a rapper, like well, what a rapper should be. So in that sense, I guess it's a good thing, you know, it, it, it came about in a sideways uh, sort of way. Right. Uh, yeah, I took away some of the same things, and I'm a big fan of Isaiah Rashad. I've liked him since his first project, which came out in 2014. Uh, it was interesting that he said that people around him knew, like his family, his partner, who... Uh, yeah, you know, I guess his baby mothers, like he said, they knew, you know, this wasn't really a secret. And he's like, I, it was funny. He said when he got he got a double FaceTime from, you know, the the record label uh, people, and they was like, man, it's uh, he was like he knew it was bad. And he was like, uh, he was like, well, which sex tape they found? Because <laughs> you know, um, I actually saw the tapes, and he was very uh, open in them, you know, showing mm. his whole face. Mm-hmm. Uh, showing other people talking in it. So it was clearly him. So it wasn't like you can come out and be like, oh, it's a deep fake or, you know, somebody using my likeness. No, it, it was him. And then he owned up to it and he just he just explained, like, you know, he he, he classifies himself as sexually fluid. Okay. And, you know, mm-hmm. and he said he's still learning, you know, every day he has a partner who he said that she's, like, introducing him to, you know, the right verbiage and things that are showing him how to express himself in that way. And I think that's fair. You know, he, like you said, he, he's he's not identifying as gay, you know, or bi, all right. You know, he's sexually fluid or, which I guess you could maybe classify as pansexual. But it, I mean, if he wants to be, if he wants to say he's sexually fluid instead of pansexual, that's his right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to police uh, his words or how, who he is, you know, uh, and that's that's good to see a rapper do that, you know, in this age. And he he just said that, you know, he and I think Joe Budden asked him, well, you know, you you're a celebrity, you know, why didn't you like do a better job of like hiding uh, in DNA? Yeah, yeah, NDA. He just like he just don't see himself as like a star or just somebody that's, you know, he just didn't care, you know. And he's like, I'm 30, man. He's like, I just I just had fun, <laughs> you know. I just had a good time. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, I, I guess, I mean, like I said, I don't think he has the, the, the name recognition of, say, a Kendrick, so he probably didn't feel like he right. needed it, you know, because uh, that's, that's my take on it, so. 
Right. And I also think he really didn't give a fuck because he just <laughs> he just don't care. Cause I just that's kind of like his mindset. Like you say, he he's comfortable in his own skin. And that's always been his his thing. You know, he just he talks about, you know, his bouts with depression, his suicide attempts. Yeah. It, to me, he's he's kind of like Tyler of the creator of Tyler Chris out playing in our faces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause Tyler, Tyler's um it's weird. His, his, Tyler, um, he, he, He'll walk right up to it and then back up. <laughs> yeah, because it's like he'll talk about kissing white boys and stuff mm. like that. But it's like, I, 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 and you know what? At the same time, it's kind of his rights. You know, yeah. he has, you know. I guess for me, it's like, uh, on the one hand, yeah, it, it is his right to, to be as forthcoming or not as forthcoming as he wants to be. But I feel like, I guess when it comes to I guess when it comes to you know something other than being straight, it's like if you're gonna dip your toe in the lake and really and 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 make that part of your image, then like I guess. Do you think it's queer baiting? Yeah, that's that's, that's that's what I, that's what I'm getting at. It's like, are you are you really like that? Are you, are you are you really are you really you know attracted to uh to men it to men or, or are you really are you really pansexual bisexual whatever how you identify sexually fluid or are you just doing that to like to like uh another, is it another form of shock because that was early especially early on in his career Tyler created that was his, that was his thing him and our future was like you know just saying whatever doing whatever for just the thing mm-hmm. the, the uh for the fuck of it and it's like yeah. you know and I, I and I, I don't want that attitude taken towards just you know uh yeah, using 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 uh, you know homosexuality or be bisexuality as, as a shock thing. It's like you know if you if you if you're about it, then then be about it. If you don't, if you're discreet, then find it. But just I you know I, it's it's a fine line between like my business, my business, and, and just kind of queer baiting people for 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 you know clicks. Yeah, I don't know neither. Uh, his whole persona is so I it's hard to tell when he's genuine or when he's trolling. Uh, he very well could be sexually fluid or or bi or what have you, but I mean it's just it's a fine like he says a fine line. I don't know at this point in his career, I kind of don't care because he now because like it's like with this album, with the last album, he kind of went more rap, so he kind of like you know more so kissing girls and videos and like yeah. And then, I think um, there was a few lines in there too about well, I think he mentioned somebody being six five and him being like. Five now, something like that. You know, it was it was some it was some lines in there that, that would lead you to that conclusion. Yeah. But yeah, which is fine. That I'll be I'll be okay with that if if it just was like I don't know. It's like he like I said he he walks right up to it and then like he like backs away. And that's that's to me that's different between him and Isaiah. Isaiah was like yeah, that's me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, like, right, yeah. And uh, it's it's interesting, man. I, I think maybe with somebody like Isaiah coming forward and talking like this. Maybe Tyler will come more out front, or maybe he just decided to continue doing what he's doing, which is fine, you know, to me. But mm. I do understand how someone, a part of the community, would be frustrated with someone like him doing that, and then just kind of like not really, not really being uh, in the truth, I guess, or just mm. not really being forthcoming. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you could be like, because he could do what like Frank does, because Frank confirmed, but he just he doesn't talk about. He doesn't go into depth about his like personal business, but you know. Oh no! So, yeah, I mean, so, the music. so that's that's what I mean. So you know what the the, the tea is, but you don't. But you don't have. But it's not. 
he doesn't make that the main focus, which is fine because right. everybody got their own thing. Like you got your sauce of Santana's and you got seven deeps, but you, then you got Frank Ocean. But to me, Tyler's different. Just so, is I don't know if it's like he's it's like he's trying to figure out how how open he should be, rather than just saying like you know I'm into this, but I'm just but I'm not going to give you the full you know secrets of my sheets. <laughs> Right, yeah, it, it's 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 interesting, man. Like you said, is it shock? Because you know he used to be a, he used to like say the word, the f word a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, or, like is he doing? Did he fall forward into, um, this gimmick to like protect himself from being, you know, criticized for saying it, or is it just, is it just him? You know, yeah. it's, it's just it's tricky. Yeah. So. But overall, I, I'm happy Isaiah's still here. I'm happy he was able to share his truths. I'm mean, maybe he got more fans out of it uh, too. You know, uh, you you never heard probably a peep of his music or who he was, and now you yeah. know who he is. Yeah. So that's one takeaway. But uh, moving forward, so Atlanta is over, right? Is it's it, season, season season three is in a way. Um, yeah. that shit was weird. <laughs> I don't, um, I well, don't first, well, first, let's, let's, let's give a little, uh, let's, let's talk about how it ended first of the finale. So, I think what, two weeks ago, uh, finale of Atlanta, uh, final episode, uh, Terrar, uh, was the last episode of season three. Uh, it was a van, a van showcase, uh, which basically three, three, three friends are dining in Paris. Uh, and one of them we've seen before in season two. She went, yeah, she was, Drake she was, episode. Yeah, yeah, Drake episode. And she's, she uh, sees Van on the streets of Paris, uh, falls into the shop and says, Hey, Van, but Van doesn't recognize her. She's gone deep into this like French woman identity and she's carrying around, uh, uh, carrying around a, a, a baguette that she's later for violence. <laughs> and we follow her on some misadventures through Paris with, other, with, with uh, her friend and, the, and two other girls. Um, and it culminates with, with Van sort of breaking down. And explaining why she's been sort of off the whole season. So, and then she says, I need to go home. Then it ends with Earn finding, finding the other Earns, uh, some, some piece of his property in his backpack, something like that. At the end, I forgot that I, I actually missed that for originally because I didn't take the whole credits. But so, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, uh, so I guess, yeah, you, you were starting to talk about it, So, I guess, give your thoughts on the season, the whole season in general, and I can go out the. <laughs> I just I get it, but I don't get it. Like a lot of these anthology episodes, I didn't give a fuck about. Like, <laughs> like the, I, and the first episode kind of well, honestly, to take it a step further, the show always kind of had parts like that where it'd be stuff that happened, but it was like no explanation or no more observance of it. Like uh last season two was like Robin season. Mm. And I can't remember what episode it was, but there was an opening part where these boys were just playing like FIFA or some shit. And then oh, they go oh, to yeah. this uh, they rob somebody. restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they rob them, and it never it's never mentioned up again. Like it's mm-hmm. it just happened, mm-hmm. and it was like one of the most dramatic and action packed scenes in the history of the show. Like there was like guns, it was like mm-hmm. shootout, but it's never referenced again. And I'm like, well, what the fuck was that? <laughs> but and, and 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 like now this this season is kind of like a culmination of that. It's like shit just be happening, you know. Like the first episode was like it didn't have shit to do with Earn Bell and them really. It was just like I guess a, like a um, based off a true story, 
and you know elaborated upon but i just I, and that kind of set the tone for most of the season i just i didn't like that shit man i, I miss <laughs> the i miss the characters like i want to worry about like al and darius and iron and, and van like i just i miss the atlanta setting I'm, I'm not i'm not that big i'm not that much of a complainer about the setting it's cool for them to get out of atlanta but i just miss the character pieces the character work well, I know we said the first episode that, uh, that was uh, three slaps, and it was based on the incident where these where the two white women uh, had children and they were being expected to be cruel to them, and they ended up driving off the, off a cliff to the ocean uh, mm-hmm. and committed suicide, murder, suicide. Basically, is what she referring to. Um, but yeah, that uh, it, I think they tried to connect that particular episode to Earn because at the end of that episode, Earn wakes up in in Paris or in Amsterdam. It's like a dream he's had, and uh, and so I guess that they were. This idea of like sort of being uh, in uncharted territory, or like a, sort of like I guess a a stranger, like in a strange land, so that's a sort of foreboding fe- feeling of like not quite knowing where you are or being wary. That could be I, I could have been that feeling with that, with that particular anthology episode. Um, some of the other ones, like the one with uh, the funeral one, uh, I'm not sure how that was connected to the rest of the season. I think the reparation one was a very interesting one, as far as like you know, because that's something that's accomplished that's been that's been more and more uh, uh, prominent in discourse in the last couple of years about reparations and what that would look like. So that was like an interesting thing, like an interesting kind of a, I guess thought exercise to do. And you had, you had the same guy in that one that you had in Three Slaps, the the, uh, the white urn. So that was that connection. And then uh, the last episode you had, of course, with Kevin Kevin Samuels with uh, the whole. Uh, Kid that was it was like mixed race, but was passed as white, and then he couldn't, right. he, didn't, he, he couldn't, his he didn't quite measure up. I guess they were sort of like playing with the idea of like what it means to um, what is blackness and what does it mean to sort of act black and, and what is, and 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 how much of it is, is, is the performance and how much of it is just sort of like a a, a fixed sort of identity. It's, it's, yeah, I guess which, the idea. Which, 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 which Donald love to talk about because like yeah, that's but, really such <laughs> of the show. Yeah, he does. I mean, he does have that sort of. I mean, as I mean, especially early in his career, he had that thing of like you know being the sort of the odd black guy out. And I think that, I think that, I think somebody has definitely carried over into into Atlanta. I think it's been expressed in more interesting ways. And you know, I'm a black girl, and I don't fit in, but it, it's, it's still it's, it's still a, it's still an element of that in there. I think, uh, and and I'm going to play out some somewhat in the anthologies too. Um, I will say quick, quick, but uh, Terrar that is based on this, this uh, a man, a man who, who lived in France who supposedly had like an insatiable appetite, which eventually turned cannibalistic. And there's, there's a report that he actually ate like a toddler or something at one point, or a ba- or fourteen month old baby. Yes, <laughs> which explains the last scene when they were eating the hands. You know, the, the uh, cannibalism element. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's an actual person that was based on. Um, and then just reading different recaps, Vulture mentions uh, that it sort of can play into what Van's going through. She's sort of like is an, is 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 a uh, devouring or or binging on her own sort of plain home pain in, in order to for this fantasy she's dip, she's going into because she tells her friend after she's sort of after she's after she's had the breakdown that the reason why she went to Paris and of Europe and like lost herself was because um she was driving to go pick up Lottie their daughter and she had like basically a suicidal ideation. She she uh, closed her eyes and she, she opened them. She was on the wrong side of the road, and she imagined that Lottie knew what she had done and was like disappointed in her, and then she dropped her, her off at her mom's house and went to Europe. And so, 
I was glad they had that last scene because it, it brought things back down to uh, to earth to reality. Because Don Glover described the season, he said, he said he wanted the season to be like a black fairy tale, um, or I guess a nightmare <sighs> in this case. But um, but like, and but I like that scene because it brought things back back down to earth as far as her saying like. Because because Van's been in and out the whole season, I think they they kind of underused her uh, this season, uh, big time. Yeah, because I mean, you think about it, every season she is there's usually one one Van centric episode. Season one you had value with her old friend friend of me, yeah, and then you had uh, season two you had Helen, uh, and then this season you had uh, Tarar. Um, and so I like I like that they they had this. They had an episode focused on her because one Zaza Beast really, you know, she she did that for like a better word, um, phrase. And then, but two, just to just to have her her perspective, um, because she, I mean, she's not the, necessarily the, the main character because those are the three guys, but she is a part, a big part of the show, I think. And she is, she provides a different perspective to see things through. And and like I said, it brought it back home, better brought things back down to earth as far as her saying like, this is why I've been acting the way I've been acting. I just feel disconnected. Like I don't, everybody, you know, because you think about it. For the most part, she's been the most level-headed character in the show. But this season, she was she was just so off in this season, and then she explains it. And it's kind of a continuation of season two because in season two, in the episode about her Helen, her friend just her friend uh, introduces her as Lottie's mom, or somebody else says she's Ern's girl, so she doesn't have her own identity. She's either a mom or somebody's ex baby mama. You know, so but and she so she, and it kind of plays into her not knowing who she is, and, and she let, she took that idea to the extreme. With the whole, you know, French woman, you know, wielding a savage baguette sort of thing. <laughs> so, um, but I, I, like I said, I like that it brought things back down to earth as much as you can in Atlanta. Um, and just saying it's time to go home to me—that was almost like breaking the spell of the whole tour because the whole the whole thing has been has been strange and and not quite making sense. With, whether that's with Paperboy and and, and like another, but he had a kind of a, a, a similar episode of season two with um, that whole thing with the with the woman. With his, with his, well, his in the woods. Of, yeah, yeah, it was like another version of Woods, but when he took the drug and he, and his his mama came out as a as a young woman who was like getting all in his face about the ugly head. Well, I thought the head was nice myself, but you know. Um, yeah, I didn't like that episode But, but I, I, I like that. It. it snapped it snapped into place to me toward the end. And that's something you on too if you want to talk about it. I don't know exact like I don't know if the inclusion of people like Kevin Samuels and uh, Liam Neeson. And a couple other folks, I don't know if it's, they include it to like to like provoke us and be like and and, and, and get under our skin, or if they're trying to say like you know, um, or they're trying to trying to question what it means to be canceled. I, like I, I don't I don't get what they what exactly what where, where they're going with that by including them in there. I mean, Alex Scarsgard, he's one that can fool clearly, and which he did. <laughs> but the other other ones, I'm not sure why they were included uh, as much. You know. Like you trying to really, really they trying to rehabilitate these niggas or like, or like what's what, what like what's the what's the what's the the point of view? <laughs> also Kanye shit, man. That's kind of what I got. I, here's the thing, man, about the show. Donald Glover's whole quest to uh be accepted as a real nigga is like fucking with the show. And like, dude, we get it. You're not from the hood, really. You know, you're kind of like an outlier, you think, you know, you you one of them dudes that you're so smart, you get high off your own parts, blah, blah, blah. I get it, bro. I get it. Cool story. I like the show, but all this surreal shit, like the ultra, like I don't really care for it. Like I like the show. I like the surreal aspects of it, but like when they're funny, like the shit about the invisible car, that shit's hilarious. <laughs> or the Florida man, and I like shit. Or like Darius whole character. I like shit like that. But the the Teddy Rupture, like when it like shit like that, 
Yeah, I just that was don't. Creepy. Yeah, I like. I kind of check out on the show, and this show, this season, was like a lot of shit like that. It just made me check out because I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like, I, I just, I don't know. It's that it wasn't a horrible season, but I, I, I wanted to laugh more. I wanted to have more fun with the show because it was a fun show at one point. Now, like, I'm looking at the time, like, man, how much more of this shit I got to to watch? Like. <laughs> Yeah, I think they kind of it seems like they lean to, lean to, lean more into the horror elements of of season two, on season three because because season two I mean it's always been weird and a bit dark because season one had yeah. moments of that but season two seemed to double down that like you mentioned mm-hmm. Teddy Burgers like I said I, I watched it twice and I can't watch it again or I, or, or, mm-hmm. or, I, or if I do it won't be for a very long time um, but like season two really doubled down like some of that darkness and that sort of that that danger aspect and to me season three sort of did the same thing just like in a, but in a, in a different way because them being in a, in a different in a, on different continent different countries you know they kind of they kind of explore like a different type of darkness um so uh yeah i think it's i think it's definitely some, a bit of a kanye uh thing right they're like about, about sort of like playing with these like playing these people who've been quote unquote canceled or quote unquote criticized and sort of you know uh exile for things that they've done and it's like but I was like, like i said i mean i guess it's a conversation you can have because you know if someone has you know messed up or did something or said something or whatever and they and they genuinely have you know tried or trying to like you know do better, and I, I think that that deserves to be noted. But uh, I don't know if that's what he's. I don't know if he's trying to say that. If he just just presented it as you know whatever. I don't, you know it, 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 it's hard to tell, especially with Kevin Samuels. It's like you know it's like why are we? Why is he here? I mean, <laughs> he not, I mean I didn't say that. But I mean, why, you know why is he included? But you know I I, I didn't quite it, it didn't quite connect me with that with that that part of it. Um, I like the bits like about uh, uh, like including historical facts like about you know the cities being underwater because really they happened black cities were drowned to make rivers. Uh, they include facts like that. Um, I liked that um, he explored how anti-blackness and racism exists in Europe because Europe likes, Europe likes to pretend that they ain't, but hey, that's not true. <laughs> like you had the the blackface that was they they uh, said was a uh, like Santa's elf or something like that, which is actually a, a real thing. Um, and it was something else too that, that they hit on. I, I like that they hit on. Uh, they kind of satirized the whole uh, people that, that some black folks that live in uh, as a social justice ambulance ch- chasers, <laughs> who we we all we know some names. Uh, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure Khalil was based on a certain uh, activist. <laughs> you know, um, so I like those bits in there because that, that kind of that still hits on what the show was kind of has has always been about that, that kind of surrealism, but social critique at the same time. But I do, like I said, like you, I do miss the fun of it. Like it's, it, you know, it can. I don't mind a bit of, you know, horror, darkness, weirdness, whatever. But I, I do like. I, I mean, you know, get some laughs in that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I miss, man. I miss the laughs. Like, you know, Darius saying, you know, was the season word about the uh, when he asked him, he said that's made up. He like, nigga, everything made up. Like, you know, nothing, everything <laughs> fake. You know, say like <laughs> Or, or the, like the cousin scam iron and you know with the cars that he had oh, yeah. waves like, yeah oh yeah, yeah. the invisible car season mm. two with uh bibby the barbershop that's mm. one of my favorite episodes because it was so real and so <laughs> fucking funny and i'm like i missed those moments that i missed this shit. i missed when the show felt like some shit that i could like laugh with and relate to all this shit this season i'm just like or the TLC pajamas. 
Yeah, this this felt like some some uh independent film channel type shit or just like eyes wide like shut niggas. Yeah, some archive <laughs> type shit. I mean, I I get y'all want to flex y'all creative muscles. That's cool, but I just don't. I just don't give a fuck about that. You know, no. uh, that's what the last episode probably was my favorite episode. See, because it was it was weird, but it was actually kind of funny. Then it got sad, <laughs> but it was weird too. But it was actually funny. In some aspects of it, it was funnier than a lot of the other shit. So I don't know. I hope season four returns to a more grounded uh, approach to it. And what the hell is Lottie? <laughs> nah, Lottie was <laughs> but, but parents. Oh, we know what it is. Right. To me, this season was like the kind of the uh, uh, TV equivalent of of Miss um, Morale and the Big Steppers. Like it's accomplished. Mm. You can respect the ambition, but it's like it's not the most enjoyable experience. And even with that album, I, I had fun with some parts of that album. Uh, mm. You know, like we talked about last episode, like Purple Heart, Silent Hill, uh, Rich Spirit. Yeah, I had fun with this shit. Way more fun than I had with, with uh, episodes of this season because it just mm. it wasn't a lot. I'm not saying it was too heavy. It just wasn't a fun experience. It just, I just didn't really walk away from episodes feeling enlightened, feeling entertained really much at all. I would just be like, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Family gathering, but uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was Greg Dumbledore. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but I kind of, when you were talking, I remember that, because, like, I mean, I mean, you said, yeah, more fun with Kendrick's album, but, like, he said, but it's, but in his catalog, it's not the, it's not the album you would go to if you're ready to turn up. That's damn. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Yeah, so, yeah, so that's what I mean when I compare it. It's like this season was like, yeah, I can look at it back. I could be like, okay, let's see what y'all was, what y'all were aiming for, and, and, and I guess respect the, the ambition and the and the willingness to like go out on a limb. But like, it's not necessarily it's compared. It's not compared to like season one. It's not the most enjoyable. Oh yeah, man. You mean, I, I've been. I've I I've been like that. I, I had that night, kind of night in the club. It was kind of kind of weird, but like kind of fun. Like it wasn't any of that, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I agree. I just it just season two might be the best season so far for me because it just had so many like episodes that were hilarious, heartfelt, and like like the episode what was it, Fubu? Mm-hmm. That was such a good episode with yeah. the kids and shit like that. Like I said, the barbershop. I was the biggest fan of Woods, but uh, I like Woods. Was a good episode. It was just a lot of great episodes. Season two, a lot of great character moments. Uh, even with Earn, I, I feel like. Uh, a shoe could play iron. Like I'm never impressed with that <laughs> on that show. Like, like what the fuck? What, what, what to, do all that? What's me? Almost, he almost plays opposite of his strengths on as Earn. because he's. I mean, if you watch well, him, what are it, No, I'm just playing. Go ahead. <laughs> well, like he, if you watch him in other roles, like if you go like Troy on Community or like um, when he does guest spots, like when he also does SNL, it's like he's a very like. He's he's a very extroverted sort of performer. Like he has a lot of like outward charisma, you mm-hmm. know. And but on on Atlanta, he's very like contained. Mm-hmm. He's very like down. Very, yeah, brooding. And you don't, who I would say, you know, uh, Brian Tyree has, has the uh, monopoly on brooding as far as being able to convey stuff. <laughs> you know, uh, you know he's he's, he's, he's he he might be the best. It's, I would say my friend, this show not not reminded me of. The, the type of show or the or like the quality, but it reminds me of Martin, how Martin hid himself 
with such great actors, you know, like uh, Chichi Campbell, Chino mm-hmm. Arnold, Ma- Malik Ford, mm-hmm. uh, whoever cold name. Uh, but yeah, he had a great <laughs> cast around him that really uplifted, like he, they, they covered up his weak spots. And Martin wasn't an actor then. Mm-hmm. Even with Will Smith on Fresh Friends, like he yeah. had such a great cast around him. And I feel like Atlanta's the same way. He's got such a great cast. Like all three, like the characters of Val, um, He's uh Zazi Beats. Yeah, Zazi Beats. Yeah, Zazi Beats. Brian, like they just such great actors. They they kind of uplift him and like carry him along, you know. And and, you know, because I I mean, he's not horrible, but I just don't feel like that's a role that Donald Glover just owns to me. Well, yeah, like like like, I said, to me, I think I get it. And to me, the reason why I think to me at least is because he. I think he's playing against his his strengths or, or type because yeah. I mean like like I said Troy, Troy somebody someone like Troy is very like you know duh, like very extroverted very like you know animated because Donald you ever watch his videos he's always like moving mm-hmm. like he's a, he's a very like extroverted sort of performer like he doesn't have like a, he doesn't do his, do like the quiet inner strength or quiet inner brooding type of actor or type of performer he's a very like outward you know show show we sub performance so and it's like earn is the opposite earn is very like understated everything's internal with earn you, you know like he, he, and i think so he, he doesn't really get to show that range or whatever you want to you know that that side of himself as a performance so that may be why he kind of he kind of he's like kind of disappears among the other characters you know yeah and I, i'm sure that's intentional probably you know because but yeah. i mean he he ain't dumb niggas though as far as acting go but uh like I said, I just, I just want the show to get a little more grounded season four. Just just come back with I don't need the like I think the show's always been good at doing like, you know, uh social commentary and all that, but I don't need you to lean so heavy into that shit to where we kind of like cut back on the laughs, you know, like mm-hmm. I want to be I want to be funny again. Like and I'm I mean, I'm sure they'll find it. I don't, I'm not saying this season wasn't funny at all, but Atlanta's is like a dramedy, but it's like it's kind of like the like the black folks arrested development, you know, but I kind of want, I kind of want, you know, I, I, well, I just want more. You want, you want more uh, Lucille, you know. You want, yeah, you want, yeah, you want, yeah. You want, you want, you want a little more, I don't care for Job. You want a little more of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ola, is what's still alive? Yeah, more of that, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, I, I have high hopes for the next season. I don't know when the hell it'll drop. Have, have, did they film? I think it's coming towards. I think it's coming towards the end of the year, I believe, or either. I think yeah, later in later this year, I believe. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Then they, then they uh, broke it up. Then they kind of broke it down. Broke it up. And they broke up. Um. Uh. Better Call Saul. So. Yeah. I'm 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 excited to see, I, I'm gonna watch it. You know, I mean, it took me forever to watch this one. I ain't gonna lie, cause I just didn't have I don't have much desire not to watch much scripted TV in real time. Like mm-hmm. the only thing I watch in real time now is sports because it's kind of like you have to watch it when it happens or you get you know start ruining the outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I just I don't, I don't know. I just I just want to see what comes next with these characters because they're all good characters. But I just think I, I just miss some of the older elements of past seasons yeah yeah i get it yeah so it's some of the the uh lightheartedness is, is, has kind of gone away at least this season yeah yeah so i don't 
Yeah, we'll look forward to it. What was your favorite episode of this season? What, mm. What's your favorite episode of Atlanta, period? And then what's your favorite episode of this season? Mm, Atlanta, period. That's it's, that's hard. Because, I mean, it, it, it's like it's so many different shows and type of in, inside of this one show. Band is a standout. If 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 only for the uh bangs my nigga alone. Um <laughs> uh Woods is one because I I I mean I guess it's the the music artist side of me that relates to like the whole his whole inner struggle with that, you know. So that's one that kind of hit me a little bit, especially as things have as I've progressed. <laughs> um, so that's one for me. Um value is one that stands out. Um Want to say uh, which one? Uh, season three. Trying to think. I, I would say uh, Tara was one. That, it was like you know that was one. I, you know, even though it was it's recent. You know, I, I think that's one that I'll go back to and and, and as as like a standard episode um, of the season. Um, and then uh, see one more. Uh, I think uh, well, yeah, those those stand out to me right now. What about you? Oh, all time barbershop, probably. probably oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that one, yeah, 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 that one, yeah. Yeah, barbershop show. Or what was it? What was the one where Aaron had the money? He was losing money the whole episode. Uh, oh, uh, was, uh, he raised Michael Vick in the end. Money bag, some money bag shorty or something like that. I forgot what Man, it was. that shit was so good. That was a good ass episode. Yeah. Oh, that, the club was what a, I like. Yeah, that's up there with uh with barbershop for me for sure. Mm. And um this season, probably my favorite episode was the last one. Because mm. that's the one I, I, I laughed at the most. But I, I, I like I said, I like Atlanta, man. It's, it's it's definitely not insecure, it's way different from that show. Um I like what it what it's trying to do. Uh, it can get a little slow, a little boring. This this might be the most <laughs> dull season to me because some episodes I missed because I fell asleep on it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I think with this one, the main I think even though the, the main thing was them on tour in Europe, it was I think because the anthology episode sort of broke up the broke up the action so much, it was it's sort of hard to like stay in it all the way. Because I mean. There's it. I mean, there's really no overall narrative to the show other than you know them trying to make it in music. Now they've made it. There's that, but like I think this season out of all three of them had the least sort of narrative structure, overall narrative structure to it. It's just like yeah, they're on tour in Europe and they're here and there and stuff's happening. And one one man, the guys around the guy socks is around. Next man, he's not around. The next man, you know, this is happening. Then this is not happening. Chewbacca's dying on the, on the table, and then, you know it's just. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It didn't have a quite the through line like season two had Rob Lee. So yeah, people. So it's, so that's how you got that in the background, that danger in the background. But you also got Paperboy progressing in his career, progressing in his career, and Ern struggling to find his place. You know, as that happens. So you had a you had this overall struggle happening. Season one, they were just trying to come up. You know, so I think this season they, they it lacked the overall narrative to drive things, and I think that's in part because of the anthologies. Mm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, the anthology. I, I get why they tried to do that. You know, just the, you know, Jonathan Glover loves to be an artsy fartsy nigga. Like, so I get it. You know, him and his brother writing scripts and shit. I get it, but I just, I just don't really care for that shit, man. I just, I don't want, I don't have to be 
I watch this shit to be entertained. I don't really necessarily need to be enlightened. Like, if I'm enlightened in the process, that's great. But I also want to be thoroughly entertained. And I did, I wasn't thoroughly entertained all this season. So, I mean, I'm like, eh, nigga, I read books, so I, I don't need that, that much enlightenment from a TV show. But I get it, though. I get it. But I feel like the anthology could be its own series. Like, it could be its own, like, separate online web series if you really want to go down that road further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, I would like that more than, than doing this shit like for the full season. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I I just think season two might end up being the best season. I hate to say that because who knows how much longer this shit lasts. I don't. I, was, I, I think season good. four is a wrap. I think it's a wrap of season four. So, good, good, good. Because you want to <laughs> go out, you don't want to extend this shit too long, and I also yeah. don't want these niggas getting too weird. So, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, do you think that's a good cap? Season four, I think so. I think. I mean, with this type of show, you know, it's it's a fine line between like, damn, this outside of the box and this shit weird. You know, it's like, you know, it's, it's a it's a it's a because it, you're so they already has to go out so far on a limb in terms of like stretching the boundaries of what the show can be and what a TV show is supposed to do and structure and all that other stuff. Like I said, this season didn't, didn't really have, to my mind, you know, a, a straightforward or, or or overall narrative other than you know, strangers in a strange land and being in Europe and it's weird. You know, that was the main overall thrust of it and in that they, they explored stuff so i think you know unless they really want to give it like give it like a, a more straightforward narrative like you know they're back in atlanta now and bands and therapy and earns doing it you know like if they if they really give them concrete uh storylines to go from episode one to episode 10 or however long a season would be and they probably it probably would be best to end it at season four because once you get like so far out there that like nothing's making sense and it's like why are we here what are we watching you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly. So I, I can't wait to see what they do next. I'll watch it. You know, why not? Ain't shit else on TV. So uh, <laughs> see what happens. But uh, before we wrap this up, are there any other shows that you have interest in or watching? Did you, like, did you watch all the Abbott? Did you watch Grand Crew? Did you? Who? Who? Abbott, Abbott Elementary. Oh, I, I, I watched all the Abbott. I, I watched every episode except the last one, actually. I, I, I missed that one for some reason. But yeah, I, pretty, I watched the whole season except for that one, the uh, last episode. What about Grand Crew? I haven't watched any of that. <laughs> I would like you to watch it just to get your opinion of it because I have some opinions about it myself. What is that about? Is that about like tattoo people? What's it, what's it about? No, 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 not Black Crew Inc. or whatever the fuck that oh. is. It's just, it's just some niggas living in California. Basically. Oh, is that the one with Kurt Franklin's son? That's Kurt Franklin's son. The one is that is, is he is he the one that, is is it is it the one with the guys? Like they, oh they, no, no, they, no, no, they, no 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 that one's unscripted. That's like a reality show. Okay one, okay. Grant, yeah, Grant. I know what you're talking about. Grand Crew is a, a scripted series on NBC. It was a comedy. Oh all right all right. Yeah, we're like you know black millennial niggas living their best life in California. <laughs> Okay, no, I haven't watched that. I, I well, I've been watching. I just been watching Better Call Saul, which is ooh, this this mid season one. That, that was a shocker. Um, I've been watching Better Call Saul, which is about to end. Uh, the last episodes air starting in July, so I've been watching that. Um, I watched. Uh, been watching uh, Barry on HBO, which is another good show. Which season three show, or four? Season three of Barry. Um, I can't believe Barry's still on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's for the. I mean, that, that's not sure that kind of like really stretches the limits of like what's happening within the show because it's like it's the, the premise is dark. It's, don't, those don't know Barry's about uh, it's with, with starring Bill Hader as a hitman who decides to become an actor to to brighten up his life and leave hit and leave uh 
killing people for money behind, which, you know, you can guess guess how that works out. So <laughs> that's the premise. And like, but it's like dark comedy and drama and like emotional stuff. And like it's, it's all that mixed together. So that's another show that's just like blending lots of different genres. But yeah, it's still on third season, Barry. Um been watching um well documentary wise I just watched a documentary about George Carlin that I found oh, interesting. I didn't watch it. I love Carlin too. I I've seen like all his HBO specials. Oh yeah. Um talk about dark Carlin, shit. Yeah, he's one of my favorite comedians. He's like one of the reasons I started like questioning. Well, he's not the main reason, but he's one of the reasons why I would like question religion and all that. Mm. I want. I hate saying people are ahead of their time, but as far as like social commentary, he he was like he was definitely on par. Like that's why when um, certain people on these social networks talk, I'm like, nigga, I heard all that shit from Joe Carlin. Like, <laughs> like you know, like fuck the government, all this shit mm. is scam, blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, I saw that shit on HBO when I was like 11. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a two part documentary about him inside the mountain, George Carlin, uh, and talks about his life. I read a biography by him, biography of him uh, years ago. Uh, so I knew some of the stuff, but some but I didn't know. So that's, that was very interesting. Uh, and I, I watched. He I, yeah, he had one one child, a uh, daughter. Yeah. Um, and so I I watched I, I watched a few of his specials. Of, uh, I've been watched all of them, but I, but yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I can see why he's revered. I can put you know from watching documentary and watching oh, some and watching some of the, the stand up. You know. Fucking. Uh, like, uh, I guess that's why he did Thomas the Train because he fucking <laughs> had, had a kid. But, but no, well, at that point, his daughter was grown. So I think I, I, I got it. What I got from that was as, as subversive and as far out and as far and as um, on, on the cutting uh, as 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 biting as as he could be as far as social commentary and political commentary. I think there was a part of him that always wanted to be as his in his words. He wanted to be Danny Kaye, which is like an old school Hollywood, you know, actor. That was a part of him that wanted to be that and had that sort of bright. Uh, I guess you could say PG uh, family friendly side of him. I think they came out in things like Thomas the Train. Yeah, because um, growing up, when I got more into him, I went back and saw some of his older stuff. What was it? Seven words you can't say on TV or something yeah. like that. Or mm. You go back and look at stuff like that. It's very clean, clean kind of good humor. Like you, like you can tell those jokes in front of kids, like well, or like teenagers at least. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. and then it just got darker the, the older he got. You know, yeah. was like fuck it. To me, it, it, in a way, him and Richard had that in common because they both started out in the sixties as very like uh, straight, la- straight laced mainstream comedians. And then they both went in their own way, went like countercultural in the seventies. You know, yeah, he might be my favorite comedian. I, tell, I used to tell niggas that, and they get mad because I didn't say Richard Pryor. But well, because Richard, uh, I think, I think. It, oh, go ahead. What you about to say? No, I was just say Carla. Just Carla was just funny. He was just naturally more funny to me. Like, like Richard's funny, but it's more so the shit Richard. It's more so how Richard say the shit than the shit he say. That's what made him funny to me. <laughs> but with the shit George would say, I'd be like, damn, that's, that's pretty fucking funny. Mm. Uh, yeah, but I think, yeah, because he had that one bit about uh, the environment, how the earth would just shake us off like a, like a back of the fleas, and he like shook his back. I was like, damn, that's funny, but that's damn, that's dark at the same time. You know, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but yeah, but <laughs> I think with him, with them uh, like him and Richard, I think at a certain point, Richard kind of like, uh, probably because he had MS, but I think it maybe it slowed him down. But I think he kind of stopped, sort of, uh, uh, I'm gonna say evolving, but he, I think he kind of he didn't quite uh, change, change up, switch up with the times as much as George did. 
and when you get to like eighties, nineties, and and beyond that, I think Richard passed oh, 05, yeah. But yeah, George George just stay fresh. I remember uh, he he got to the point where he was talking about emails and social media and reality TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had this one bit where he was talking about killing himself, and he was like, "Man, it was just fucking man, it was just it's just some funny dark shit." It's just <laughs> oh man, I could I could go on all day about Carla because that yeah. that dude is a gem, but was mm-hmm. a gem. I remember when he said dig out of grave, dig huh. out of graves up. <laughs> he said, what the fuck? They in the ground. They just take his face up. Dig him up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's when I watched like watched a documentary about him on HBO. It's a two-parter. Um, so something we've been watching. Uh, as far as any other TV, um the way else just ended. So Bill Call Saul, Barry. Um Atlanta, that's pretty much that. Uh, I think that's pretty. Oh, well, if you watch Sam J, pause with Sam J. I watched, I watched the first episode. Oh, the, H- the HBO Max. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I yeah. haven't seen it yet, but I had it on my list. It's, it's good. I think, yeah, she's she's good. Um, and then I, to my surprise, I, I watched and, and kind of liked the uh, that Lakers show when in time. I watched the first, uh, I watched the first two episodes. It's, it's not bad. Uh, I need to finish it. It's a little over. It's a little hammer fisted with some of the, like the <laughs> the messages and shit. Like I'm mean, like you you can tell me like motherfuckers racist without having to be like oh racist racist racist, racist shit like that. Like it's a little over the top with some shit like that. But I, I like what I saw so far. You you finished the whole thing? Yeah, I, I mean at first I thought it was just a, it was a straight boy show, but then I kind of I got into it more. A straight boy show is that what y'all call like? Uh, <laughs> TV like like male centered TV like uh, I mean it's what it's what I've called it I don't know if anybody anybody else has called it <laughs> just but yes you know what I mean just you know what else was was uh was Ballers a straight boy show who Ballers oh, yeah <laughs> Ballers <laughs> Ballers painful state property I got you know all them you know them all them type of movies where it's just like group of guys just talking shit and trying to come up and 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 actually no gay niggas exist and you know uh and then <laughs> like you know, entourage yeah like and like the women and like the uh the women are secondary and they they toss around like play things and they except the one that he loves and he betrays and she betrays him of course that's because that's what females do and then you know just you know that it's that genre <laughs> but 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 then again like but i ended up liking the show more than i thought it was same thing with a uh, wu-tang series even though i knew the, knew the ending i still like this you know the uh the series, so, but yeah, I, I, that's my that's my only name for the genre. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, well, shit, that's all I got. Uh, so, with that being said, thank y'all for listening. If y'all listen to the whole episode, man, I gotta, I love y'all, and I, you don't have to subscribe to Patreon. You don't have to give us no money unless you want to. And we just, we just want your attention. So, thanks for that. Uh, any last words, Hey Clark? Uh, we do. We are on Facebook. I do. I, I rearranged my old Facebook page uh, to now be the side eye page. So if you want to look us up on there, thanks. we're there. Thank, <laughs> thank, thank, hey Clark for that because I, I was <laughs> I deleted Facebook and I was like, I had my reservations about even doing it again. So I, I just y'all think this. Thank, thank you. I thank him as well. Uh, follow us on Facebook and listen to us on Spotify. Spotify, Apple, you know, wherever you get your Apple, yeah, podcast. Apple, so. SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud too, right? Uh, not yet. When I get around to it, we'll be on SoundCloud. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we'll be on, but who really, nah, I ain't gonna say that. But yeah, but yeah, fuck with us, man. Fuck with us. Uh, we are for the people. 
all people happy pride uh enjoy yourself be careful though yes uh, and fuck with us man keep your eyes open and your eyebrows raised and we will see y'all again thank you all right <laughs>